0: Hey, welcome to this week's episode of the Artrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to life. My name is Cole. My name is Adam. Hey, Adam. I have a question for you.
1: Yeah, let's get into it.
0: Would you say that you're somebody who needs to be more uh, focused and disciplined or somebody who needs to, like, chill out a little bit more? Hmm. If you had to pick one of those, which one do you need more of in your life? That's tough. Um, I have ADHD diagnosed. Really? You
1: don't say. And so I feel like the answer for that is both. (laughs) Okay. Just because it's very like you kind of ride the waves. Yeah. So like if I get in a really productive streak, then I can really ride that Uh momentum. And then other times it's like I have to really force myself in the saddle. But I would say probably I could use some more time maybe
0: to slack off here and there. Um, so I was at surf expo one time, hanging out with some friends who worked for surf brands and one of them worked for Nike. And so I went to the Nike booth and he's like, Hey, we got these computers set up. You can design your own Nike shoes. So I went over there and designed my own Nike shoes, got these really sick high tops. And then on the Nike ID, you can put words on them. And so these words were on the tongue of the shoe. And so I had to pick two words and, I was like, I don't know what words to put on there. He's like, just put something funny. And I was like, I'm not very funny. I'm pretty serious. And so I literally have high top shoes where the tongue say pretty serious. That's funny. So that's the right. That is funny. Yeah. (laughs) So I I would definitely lean in the direction of like, I'm pretty focused and serious. And it's nice for me to just chill out from time to time. And this is why I'm starting with the question. Because today we're talking about uh, not phoning it in. But I'll also just start with this caveat. Uh, Part of creativity is play. And it's good for us not to take ourselves so seriously all the time because we discover new things by trying new things. And so for me, I think what we talk about today comes pretty Uh, intuitively to me it's kind of second nature of like not phoning it in and taking things seriously but I also recognize that it's very healthy for all of us to have those spaces in which we can just be playful about our creativity
1: yeah and I think it's important to just be able to delineate which one is which yeah and that can be a big a big difference maker right there
0: so while we're talking about not phoning it in today uh, I just wanted to also start with that balance of Yeah, phone it in sometimes and just like have a good time. But we're going to talk today about times where it's good to not do that.
1: Yeah, so the first time that or the first big reason, I guess, to not phone it in is even if you think a project is silly, unimportant, not worth doing, you never know who's watching. Mm -hmm. If you're working on a project that doesn't feel like it's worth you taking it seriously, there may be others there who would get you more work or more fulfilling work if they saw you taking that project seriously Mm -hmm. and they can say, man, we were working on this dumb mural that I thought was ugly, but this guy came and he crushed it and he painted super fast and his colors popped. And even though it was a dumb picture of whatever it is, like that guy is great at painting. Yeah. And I want to hire him to be on my crew.
0: Yeah. All the time I'll like, I'll walk through like the Chipotle line And I'll be with like Chris who co-owns company with me and like, they'll just be this person back there working at Chipotle. Who's like so focused and like doing their job so well. I'm like definitely would hire that guy. Yeah,
1: it is. It is crazy. Like you never know who's going to be there. Yeah. And also yes. Like if you do phone it in, like you can get through the project, but if you crush it, sometimes those clients that you crush it for they grow as a client the same way that we hope to grow as artists Mm. like when i would record bands full-time a lot of times they would grow as songwriters as Mm. i got to know them and they would get better at their instruments and they would turn into like the kind of artists that you want to be producing but they're not going to start off that way so you know if i had phoned it in and said oh these this band of teenagers is coming in and they stink and didn't try like they're going to turn into adults and they might turn into the type of band that's great to have mm. in your portfolio.
0: Yeah. And I think something to watch out for in, in this respect too is – Honestly, the better we get at someone, sometimes we have a great, not at someone, at something, the better we get at something, sometimes we have a tendency to slack off more because we know we can handle it in the moment. And so maybe we start letting our preparation slide or we let you know our rehearsal slide because we think, okay, I could just show up and do this thing. And in the end, like we don't want to be as good as we were last time. We want to be better than we were last time, which will mean that we constantly stay in that mode of like preparing and rehearsing and uh, and and practicing so that we can show up and level up.
1: Yeah, I think that's really important. And the next big reason that you should not phone it in, and I think this one might be the most important to me at least is that your word of mouth and reputation is on the line. Yeah. So I have worked with a lot of bands over the years and sometimes they'll tell me, oh yeah, we went to this producer who's super busy. He's works with like national acts and he just couldn't care less about our project. And we could tell the whole time. Um, I, there was one crazy one where it was a guy who the band actually told me that he went and just sat in his car and let his assistant do a lot of the work. And then they went outside to take a break and he was just sitting in his car, like playing on his phone. Hmm. And it's like, this is a guy they were paying four figures for a week yeah. of time. And when I hear stories like that about you know people that maybe you've heard of if you're in the music world, when other bands ask me, oh yeah, what do you think of that guy? It's like, I'm not gonna like slander the dude, but if someone asks, I'll say, oh yeah, he, they went and worked with him and his assistant did all the work. Mm-hmm. And then that's an artist that maybe... You know, you don't know where that goes. You don't know where that ends up. So it's not like, oh, you should talk trash about people. But like your reputation is on the line. Anytime you work with anybody, you don't know who somebody knows. You don't know if they're going to tell someone you want to work with. Oh, he didn't try at all on my project.
0: And even if you're like, you know what? I don't want, I don't care what people think about me. There's also just like, it's ethical. (laughs) Yeah, It's ethical to do the thing that you've been hired to do and to do it well and to bring your whole self to the project.
1: Yeah, and no one likes working with someone that isn't delivering up to like the standards that they've set on other projects. Yeah. So people can tell if you're phoning it in whether or not you think that they can.
0: Yeah. And and another thing, you know, a lot of what we talk about kind of in the creative world, especially when it comes to collaboration is it's about the hang. It's not just about the work, it's also about like, hey, what's this like? What's this person like? What's the dynamic like when we're kind of off the clock, if you will? Or what's the relational dynamic while we're working? And so much of that has to do with our attitude and the the kind of work and the excellence with which we approach the project. And all of that is kind of tied up into, are we bringing our full selves? Are we doing this project justice? And ultimately, are we respecting the people we're working alongside of? Yeah, I think that's definitely important. And then the third
1: point of the big picture of why you shouldn't phone it in, in my opinion, is that it's fulfilling to know that you put in good effort phoning it in is a great way to end up kind of jaded and cynical and you might be surprised how much you enjoy a new project if you're open minded to it
0: yeah i i went uh last august to rocky mountain national park with a couple friends and we spent the week hiking and it was just this beautiful time and We did a variety of, of types of hikes, some shorter, really easy ones. But like one day we went on this hike that was like nine miles each direction. And it was 28, 2800 feet of elevation change. And there's something really grueling about that. And especially when you're starting, it's like, okay, we have 18 miles ahead of us, but something happens when you're just kind of like in it and focused on it and it moves beyond that point of like oh my gosh this is so physically exhausting into wow i can't believe how much we've accomplished how far we've come how, how much altitude we've traversed. Like there's this sense of grat- gratitude and gratification that begins to kind of foster internally the more you kind of dive into it and focus in on it and accomplish a little bit of the thing. And it makes it easier to keep going for the rest of the journey.
1: Not to mention, it also does kind of make time pass quicker yeah. if you are somebody who's putting in max effort or a good effort, at least, because I've been on jobs where, you know, there's been times where you just kind of are like, man, I'm going to do the bare minimum and get by on this. You get bored Mm -hmm. and you start to look at the clock and realize like, this is not, uh, it's not fun to phone it in sometimes. You're not being creative. You're not putting forth the effort. The time is going to crawl. Yeah. Compared to when you actually put in that, you know, good energy
0: yeah and you know one of the things that we talk about pretty frequently on on this podcast is like you can you can do whatever you want to do it's not like anybody we're not standing here sitting here telling you like hey you need to be an artist and you need to take it seriously like if that's not what you want to do cool don't do it but if you say like hey i want to move forward in my creative career i have this vision i have this dream i want to see it come to life like Part of accepting the reality of that desire inside of you is to say, "Okay, I'm going to stop phoning it in. I'm going to get serious about this. I'm going to work hard."
1: Like what? What would you say your last hourly job was? Did you ever have any, like a, just straight up like a customer service or anything like Um,
0: that? Um, when I was. And going when I was in college, I had a part time hourly job at a school helping them just like helping their media program. So I was helping kids edit videos and like I helped them start an online radio station. And well, that, that sounds kind of thing. cool. That it wrote, was super awesome. I okay, love it. Example, it was my last hourly job.
1: Then I'll give you my example. <laughs> OK. <laughs> Before I started working with bands, I worked on a marina dock. OK. And in the, Florida. Yeah, it was rough where at a resort
0: like on the coast or was it on a lake no
1: in on a lake okay and it was not uh fun i'll just <laughs> yeah. say that like it was cool enough and i like the people i worked with but even like the hardest longest day of working on my career it just even the days where it's like you want to phone it in but you don't let yourself that's still so much better than like the average day working at the dock w- working for someone else doing something that you don't see like a future in Mm -hmm. so to me at least just even that aspect of it yeah for sure it's important to have that perspective
0: so what are some things that we can do to kind of like get in a place of not wanting to phone it in kind of get to a place of focus like that
1: i think the first one is to get excited about some aspect of the work even if it's just an arbitrary thing that you pick for example sometimes you're recording a band for me at least you just realize they kind of stink. Mm-hmm. Well, let me try and polish this turd the best I can. I'm going to have me... to
0: press the explicit button on this podcast <laughs> episode a turd? now. <laughs> yeah. Is that in the explicit category? I don't think it is.
1: But, you know, you can, even if that's the game for you, is let me make this mediocre thing as good as I possibly can, even if it's just to gamify it a little bit, to mm-hmm. challenge yourself. hmm I think that that is one way to avoid phoning it in is to just make it kind of a challenge to yourself. Yeah. Even if you think no one's going to care at the end, you can at least be like, Oh yeah, I took this mediocre thing and made it decent. Okay. So that's one way to go about it. Um, How about another one? I think another one is to try to be the person that levels up the project. Hmm. And that kind of goes hand in hand with like, you don't want to be someone that people don't want to work with is like, be at least even if it's just a group project or whatever it is like and be the one that impresses the other artists yeah. and say so they say man that guy nailed it
0: or makes it a good time like you know there's been like volunteer things that I've been part of that are like hot and sweaty and dirty and nasty and it's like okay we can either all be miserable while we're out here sweating, picking up trash or like somebody can make this a good time and right. we can have fun while we do it. Yeah.
1: You could draw some mud lines on your face and throw <laughs> away the most garbage you can. You know? Exactly. You want to be the one that l- brings up the morale Yeah. at the project. And then the last one, which is kind of like a existential uh, examining, I guess you could say of your ego because a lot of times when people phone in work, especially creative work, it's because they feel like they're past it or they're beyond that or their credits are too, you know, important to be yeah. working on a project like this.
0: Well, I'll, I'll actually say I've experienced the opposite of that, too, which is still ego related, but it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm here doing this thing and... I'm not secure enough in my own identity to be able to be present here because it makes me feel like I'm not cool enough or Mm -hmm. good enough or valid enough because I'm here doing this thing instead of doing something else. Right.
1: And yeah, so I think just examining your ego in general and say, yeah, I'm not above this work or I'm not beneath it. Yeah. I am worthy of Mm -hmm. this task and so I will excel at it. Yeah, And just kind of say like, you know, if you realize, oh, I'm, I feel like I'm always above it and I'm, I'm more important than this project. Mm. If you're always feeling like that, maybe look around at the work you're doing and realize like, maybe this is your level Yeah. or maybe it is, you know, maybe you are above it. Yeah. But even then it's like the,
0: you, you took the job. Yeah. So are you, I, when I was, gosh, this was, I was probably like 25 or so. Um, I had a bunch of friends who were, it was like in the heyday of American Idol and they're all trying to like get me to go audition. And it was like so sweet of them. They were like really like passionate about me going and doing it. But I was so insecure kind of in my own right that it was like, no, like this is the kind of musician I want to be. And like, this is the kind of artist I need to be. And like that thing feels like selling out and like all of these weird ego related existential things that were kind of going on inside of me that were ultimately expressions of my insecurity right not some sort of commitment to artistic you know whateverness. ness um, and so I think when you when you said that it definitely reminded me of that time where it was just like you know what, I could have done that and I could have had fun doing it and I could have done well at it and it was just kind of like i said no to that opportunity because i was too insecure to say yes
1: right and yeah i think the guy that's too cool for school whether or not it's because they have too big of an ego or they're insecure no one can tell the difference Uh or most people can't tell the difference so it's like don't be that guy don't be too cool for school and you know put put your heart into it and put yourself out there yeah well thanks adam yeah, anytime. So I guess we've reached the end of this uh, episode of the Entrepreneur Cast podcast. <laughs> <And> will <laughs> I ever time? just say Artrepreneur Podcast? I don't that know. That is the question. Yeah, don't but find it in. Don't forget, if you have a, a phone, get on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Follow okay. us at Entrepreneur Podcast on Instagram. We would love to see you there. Yeah. Hey, anything else? That's it. That's it. Well, thanks for
0: listening. See ya.